to the second episode of the Sophomore Scholars Podcast, The Attack of the Othered. Also, you might recognize that Matthew is not in this podcast, and that is because the, we decided to do two separate solo podcasts. He should be doing episode three. So with that being said, let's continue this episode. In this episode, we will try to gain a greater insight into Shylock's motives, which heavily revolve around the themes prejudice towards others and hatred. With that being said, let's get right into this, shall we? In Merchant of Venice, Shylock is a Jewish moneylender. He gives a loan to Bastanio through Antonio, in which he has to pay him back the money in three months, or else Shylock would collect a pound of flesh from Antonio. After Antonio failed to return the money, Shylock took him to court to take a pound of his flesh from him, which would kill Antonio. Okay, now that we got the basic understanding of the plot, let's go a bit, bit further into this. Shylock is a Jewish moneylender. At the time, there were many anti-Semitic feelings, and Shylock didn't escape those. Uh, he received many racist and anti-Semitic slurs his whole life because he wasn't a Christian. This allows us to understand why he felt some hatred towards Christians and anti-Semitics. Shylock felt othered because he didn't have the same beliefs as the rest of Venice, and because, because of this, he went so far to try to execute Antonio in court and receive his pound of flesh. While this may seem extreme and downright horrendous, he is not completely evil. Sure, he may not show compassion to Antonia, but I believe that this is justified due to his lengthy experience of hatred and otherness towards people like Antonia. I too have felt otherness, not, not to the same degree of Shylock of course, but to an extent nevertheless. So when I used to play chess competitively, there was always a tension and the air so thick that you could probably cut it with a knife. And every single tournament in Memphis where I used to live, my friends would always try to complete, compete with me to see who was better in the tournament. Or tournaments. The only issue was that if you lost, you're left behind because it, it was a bracket system type of tournaments. I would always lose these and they would always win, which left me feeling worse, left me feeling as if I didn't compare to them. But in the end, it's all fun and games with children. We don't really care, we just want to have some fun. But my parents felt shameful that I could never compete with them, to be on their level. And whenever I meet with them uh, at later dates or later tournaments, I could never feel the same happiness I used to feel because I knew I would do worse to them, and I hated it. I'd feel as if I'm not the same as them, not on the same level as them, and my parents would make me feel othered because I'm constantly failing uh, against them, and this cycle would just continue and continue down the road. This eventually led me to quitting chess in general, so I understand how Shylock would feel otherness and hatred because he's not a Christian, which is the source of all his issues. Also, I would like to add that the relationship with me and my parents is phenomenal right now, so there's nothing to worry about that. Also, to give a second experience of otherness, I've invited a special guest over. Alright, so we have a special guest here called, called Bennett. Hi, Bennett. Hi. Okay, so uh, I have uh, a question for you, Bennett. So, oh, okay. in, in your long 15 years of life, how have you felt othered in any way? Can you give any experiences on that? Uh, yeah, so oftentimes when, like, me not oftentimes, but sometimes when I'm hanging out with people, um, you know, they might have, like, a shared experience or they might be doing something and maybe they don't really want you involved. And that could be for, like, various reasons, whether they're just like, oh... Uh, you're too like innocent or like oh I'm just not part of the group 
Um, and sometimes I've kind of felt that where everyone else has like a shared experience or everyone else's experience they don't want to let me in on. Um, and it just feels ostracizing because like, especially if it's someone close to you, it can feel like very rejecting. Yeah, um, yeah. yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. So yeah, that makes you feel like you're not part of a group or felt othered. Uh, have you felt any hatred towards them for it or like any dis- dislike or distrust for it at all? Um, I have felt some frustration when people, you know, they kind of notice that you're not left in and they don't, they're not, if they yeah, notice they that just, you're not part of the group and they, they don't do anything yeah, about they it. they don't care about but, it, yeah. But it's honestly more just like isolating and saddening because you kind of feel powerless in the situation because you can't force someone to pay attention to you. It's something that they have to want. If they don't want it, then it kind of just says something about your relationship with those people. So that's how it makes you feel. It just makes you feel kind of frustrated and just sad. Thank you for the um, experience, Bennett. That was that was actually really helpful, and that will make this a great podcast. But I'll be seeing you now, Bennett. So so bye bye. <laughs> all right, bye. Thanks for having me. After hearing all these different instances of prejudice and hatred towards others, I believe that we can understand the stems and roots of the actions Shylock did. The otherness he felt by the Christians formed a hatred towards them which eventually led him to the decisions that occur. Anyway, with all that being said, thank you for listening to this episode on the Sophomore Scholars Podcast, and we hope to see you in the next one.